Hello, it's AJ and welcome to the D Plus Club. As always, I'll be bringing you the latest news and rumours in the world of Disney Plus. I'll be covering what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service in the US and in the UK. And of course, each week we have a weekly movie club, where I give you an overview of the movie along with some facts and some possible goofs. In the last show, we covered the movie Black Panther as part of our MCU series. That episode, along with all previous episodes, is available now on all major podcasting platforms, including whichever platform you're listening on right now. And for this last week's movie, we've actually been watching Tangled. Or should I actually say, for the last two weeks, because I do have to start off with an apology, because last week my daughter all of a sudden became really ill. I was all set up to be able to record and everything, and all of a sudden she was really physically violently ill all over her living room. So I'm really, really sorry that I had to cancel so last minute. It, but uh, yeah, family's more important, so I did end up cancelling. I just postponed this uh, podcast for another week. Also, there wasn't really a lot of news to be able to talk about last week. I, I ended up covering a lot of things. I, I did all my notes, and everything like that, and there was a lot of things to do with like trailers that had been released. And I'll still talk about those this week, but. Yeah, it was just a quite a quiet week in Disney Plus news, let's say. But I will get back to those trailers and also, of course, the movie a little bit later in the show. How's everyone's last couple of weeks been? I've actually got the website that I've been working on for, well, what seems like forever now. I've got that all completed, finished. It's actually up on the internet now so that people can search for it and find it and f- look at all the information and images and everything like that that I've put on it. I've put a lot of hard work into it but it's all ready and raring to go now so i'm excited that that's finally available online it's i say it's been a, a, a very long process to get it to where it is it feels like it's been maybe a good few months work because it's not just like the building of the website and all of the pages and making sure that every page is like speed optimized for loading and things like that but it's all of the content that's gone into it like the written content that's gone into it thankfully my junior who uh, joined the company a few months back now she actually wrote most of the content and then i checked and adapted it to make sure that it would work really well on the web but yeah um i'm just thankful that it's online let's say this last week as well my new apple watch arrived i actually had an old apple watch stainless steel series 3 which i've i've had forever i actually got it maybe the christmas i think after it launched so yeah it's, it's a good few years old now but it doesn't receive the newer watch os 9 updates and things like that and the battery life was absolutely terrible towards the end of it it's ab- it was absolutely atrocious i would take it off of charge at maybe 6 30 ish in the morning as i was getting ready for work let's say and by the time i got home in the evening and was getting the kids ready for bed i would maybe take my watch off of charge at what eight o'clock in the evening and it would have maybe 20 percent battery left it was atrocious it was just really really poor and of course as time's gone on the watches have got new features things like better heart rate tracking ecg recordings your blood oxygen levels better sleep tracking and things like that and I was ready for an upgrade and also I had some heart problems if people have been listening for a while you'll remember that earlier this year I had some quite terrible heart problems which actually put me in hospital a couple of times so I wanted something that would be able to more actively monitor my heart and be able to deliver notifications if there was any unusual activity but also be able to monitor my sleep a lot better as well to make sure like my blood oxygen levels were all right whilst I was sleeping just to make sure there was no other like underlying health issues. I know I could go to the doctor and go through all of this, but I want to be able to more continuously monitor it, let's say, without maybe going to a doctor and then putting me on an assessment for 24 hours, this, that, and the other. I just want my own peace of mind to be able to monitor all of these things. So I decided to upgrade. I, 
I won't lie, I, I decided to get like the top of the line version and I've spent like the money on it, let's say. It's 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 not a cheap device to be able to decide, you know what, I'm gonna get the top of the line that'll do this, this and this and this. So I decided to spend that money. I invested in that not only because I wanted to, but for my own health as well. And I, I absolutely love it. I decided to go for the Apple Watch Series eight ultra which is the, like the titanium 30 no titanium 49 millimeter yeah 49 millimeter face like diagonally and i absolutely love it it's absolutely amazing i was looking at a lot of like reviews before it arrived and i was like you know what is that gonna be a bit too big on my wrist and this that, and the other but no i absolutely love it it's like the the best thing that i could have done i think because it's absolutely amazing and not only that the battery life on this is just immense like i went from going like just through the working day basically with my watch and like getting into the evening and only just having a like 20 percent battery left and i charged this when i received it on thursday this past week i think it was so i charged it and then took it off of charge about nine o'clock in the evening it lasted over 48 hours two full days absolutely amazing and even when I put it on charge, there was still 12% battery left. I could have probably still slept with it on and like still be able to charge it in the morning. It was absolutely amazing. So again, um, I'm wearing it right now. It's also a lot louder than the old one. So if you hear notifications in the background, that's why. But if anyone's been debating uh, like a new Apple Watch Series 8 or the Series 8 Ultra, admittedly, if you want the Ultra, you have to have quite chunky wrists. I've got quite... Uh, chunky wrists i would say probably so you probably won't be able to pull it off if you had really really thin wrists but uh, no i absolutely love it and also we decided to go to the mall yesterday to do some early christmas shopping so we can get our presents sent off for santa and um we were there and i went to get a like a bedside charger it'll work as a fast charger as well and we're in there and i was showing my wife the other new models because she had a series three as well and she decided to upgrade to a Series 8. Not the Ultra, just like the smaller size aluminium Series 8. She said she doesn't need anything fancy. She just wants to be able to have something that will last through the night and last through the day because her like battery and hers was also starting to suffer as well. But she, again, she wanted those sleep tracking features and things like that. So yeah, she decided to upgrade as well. And uh, yeah, just really, really happy with both of them, in fact. So yeah, no, really 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 happy that we both made this move what else have i got the coming up or been doing i've just been working really i've done some more of those networking events business networking events around the area i think i've done maybe four or five over the last couple of weeks we've also got a couple coming up as well so i'm looking forward to doing those and also i'll be seeing my very good friend andy tomorrow night it's our monthly pub night so uh, yeah looking forward to that at the last pub night i can't even remember if i spoke about it if i'm honest i decided to take my sabbat cards that i got from batu at star wars galaxy edge and yeah we ended up playing a, playing a couple of games of sabak and really really enjoyed it so it's a fun game to be able to play so yeah i think i'll probably end up taking those again because we had a really really good time with that just you know put it up in the pub and lay it out on a table and just play a couple of games of that we use also usually go for food as well so we'll wait until we've had some food first but yeah really really looking forward to that hopefully everyone else has had a good couple of weeks as well as always, drop me a message on social media at, at or forward slash the D plus club. It's always nice to be able to find out how you all, all have been doing as well. Sorry, it's tripping over my words there. Now, though, it's time for the news. And like I said, last week, it was a really, really quiet week. And I, all I ended up with, like, writing in my notes was about a bunch of trailers. So I will cover those first. So we did get a new trailer for Welcome to Chippendales, which is a true crime series, which tells the story 
of Soman Steve Banerjee. I don't even know if I'm saying that correctly. An Indian immigrant who becomes the unlikely founder of the world's greatest male stripping empire and lets nothing stand in his way in the process. The series will actually premiere on Hulu in the US and on Disney Plus internationally on November 22nd. Hulu's Hellraiser, which is a reimagined take on the classic horror of the same name, also got a trailer. The movie's about a young woman struggling with addiction and comes into a possession of an ancient puzzle box, unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites, I think that's how you say that, who is a group of sadistic supernatural beings from another dimension. It'll actually premiere on Hulu on October 7th, but we've not yet got an international release date for Disney Plus yet, so we'll be keeping an eye out for that one. Well, I'll make sure to include it in the news. It's not the kind of thing that I would usually watch. I'm not really a, a big horror fan, although... I will probably end up watching Werewolf by Night, but I'll come back to that a little bit later. Also, this past week, we got a new trailer for Save Our Squad with David Beckham, where he joins up with Westwood Boys and under-14's grassroots side from East London, who are in desperate need of help, let's say. Westwood have not really won a game all season, and the threat of being relegated looms very large for them. David is going to have to draw in all of his years of experience with the game of football or soccer for you guys over in America, just to have a chance of saving them from relegation. Save Our Squad will actually debut on Disney Plus on November 9th. We also got a first look trailer for Disney and Hulu's Rosaline last week as well, which is a new and comedic take on the Shakespeare classic love story of Romeo and Juliet, told from the perspective of uh, Juliet's cousin Rosaline, who also happens to be Romeo's most recent love interest. Heartbroken when Romeo meets Juliet and begins to pursue her instead, Rosaline schemes to foil the famous romance and win back her guy. Rosaline will premiere on Hulu in the US and Disney Plus internationally on October 14th. I actually watched the trailer for this one last week and I thought it was really, really good. I'm not really usually a fan of these period dramas, but I have followed along with, I can't remember the actress's name who plays Rosaline in this, but she was also in Last Man Standing. So it's the only reason why I was really interested in it in the first place. But I thought, you know what, I'll check out the trailer, see what it's like. And it looks really funny. It looks like a really funny take on this Romeo and Juliet story. So I'm looking forward to being able to check this one out when it comes only in a few weeks time actually we also got the first trailer for disney's strange world last week which is about a family of explorers the clades as they attempt to navigate an uncharted treacherous land alongside a motley clue crew that includes a mischievous blob a three-legged dog and a slew of ravenous creatures this was actually another one that i got the chance to be able to watch last week before i was originally <laughs> going to record the episode and yeah it's one that i actually think looks really really good it's definitely different from a lot of things that disney have done recently when you compare it to things like raya let's say or encanto or on the pixar side things like soul as well but no it looks really really good i think partially because i'm quite a big fan of like these sci-fi adventures it looks very much like a disney take on an animated sci-fi adventure so i'm looking forward to checking this one out strange world is actually due to premiere in cinemas on november 23rd so if rumors are true this could actually be disney plus's release just in time for the christmas season this year much like we've had with encanto last year where it was released and then 30 days later we got it just in time for christmas but we haven't got a confirmation on that yet it's just a very solid rumor that i've seen a few different places but i will be keeping everyone up to date on that one 
20th Century Studios this past week also revealed their first, first look at the next movie in the Planet of the Apes franchise, which has been announced will be called Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. And it's actually due to be released in 2024. This new movie will take many years after the War of the Planet of the Apes and we'll see a new start of the chapter for the series. The first look image actually shows us an ape riding on horseback through a ruined, overgrown urban environment. Personally, I really, really enjoyed these films, so I'm looking forward to seeing this franchise continue, especially after Disney bought Fox and I think they're in the middle of planning a future film at that point. So it's good, good to see that this has been able to continue. And I've always been the one saying that if Disney was going to adapt another franchise into the Disney parks, I think this would work really well at Animal Kingdom, that Planet of the Apes would be a really good one to be able to choose. So yeah, really, really like Planet of the Apes and I'm looking forward to seeing this film and also this film series go into the future as well. Moving on now to some other news. Last week, Deadline reported that Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer have been brought brought on to write the upcoming Fantastic Four movie for Marvel. The pair have previously worked on projects such as Disaster Wedding and also K-pop Lost in America as well. Deadline also reported last week that Eugene Cordero, is that how you say that? Who played the Time Variance Authority employee Casey in season one of Loki, has actually been upped to series regular in the upcoming second season, which is actually filming right now in London as well. So looking forward to seeing his character a little bit more in season to. Staying with the Marvel news for a little bit longer, I saw a rumour last week that Eldon Henson could be returning as Foggy Nelson in the upcoming Daredevil Born Again series, after previously playing the same role in the Netflix series. However, I am going to say that this is definitely a rumour, because whilst I did see it on a social media feed of a website that I usually find to be very good for this sort of information and very reliable, it was only on their social media feed and it was not featured on their website or also on any other website. So this is definitely a rumour at this stage, but I think it would be good to be able to bring more of that cast and also other characters like Jessica Jones, bring back all of those characters from those Netflix series. It'd be good to be able to see them included as well because they're, they're now Disney property. Disney can actually stream those. They, can, they have the rights to those. So yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing more of those characters show up in the not too distant future, let's say. Another rumour I saw this past week was actually that following the success of Miss Marvel Season 1, and also with the anticipation of the upcoming The Marvels movie, we could potentially be getting a second season of Miss Marvel, which would likely take place after the events of The Marvels, because I feel that especially the end of Miss Marvel, the very first season, very much sets up The Marvels movie. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't actually finished that series yet, but I do feel that it does set up her introduction in the Marvels. But it could be that this second season would likely take place after that and also deal with any fallout from that movie as well. So looking forward to potentially finding out more about that in the not-too-distant future. We also had another update for the upcoming Armor Wars project from Marvel. The Hollywood Reporter actually released an article this past week stating that as opposed to it being a six-episode series, which... Even as far back as D23 Expo only a few weeks back, this was still stated as being a six-episode series. Armor Wars will now be released instead theatrically. And actually, Marvel have since also confirmed this. According to The Hollywood Reporter, sources close to the project said that they wanted the story to be told in the right way. And whilst developing the story for the series, they believed it would work much better as a movie. However, this, of course, will cause scheduling delays as well. But I actually wanted to hear your thoughts on what you feel that, about this change. Do you think that the story could potentially work better as a movie? Would you rather see more Marvel TV series? 
personally, I'm thinking that they can't have been very far along with the story when they spoke about it, even only a few weeks back at D23. Probably just the main outline for the story. But it does seem like a sudden change to go from saying this will be a Disney Plus series to say this will be a movie theatrical release. And I'm wondering whether it's been afforded more budget or whether it's going to have the same budget that it originally had for Disney Plus or just whether that's going to make any difference at all and whether there will be a difference in the scheduling. And also, where will this fit into the current phase release of phases? What are we at? Four and four, five and six into the MCU. So yeah, I'm I'm a little bit confused as to where they're going with the direction of this, but I'm looking forward to finding out more about this now movie because it was one that I was really looking forward to. The last bit of Marvel news that I wanted to cover this past week was that that Ryan Reynolds has revealed that of all people, Hugh Jackman will be returning as Wolverine in the upcoming Deadpool 3 movie, which will actually see Deadpool officially enter the MCU. The reveal actually came direct from Ryan's official YouTube channel rather than through any of the Disney outlets. And I'm shocked by this because I thought that Hugh Jackman had officially retired from the role of Wolverine. And I posed some questions in in the Discord this past week. Is this going to be an alternate version of Wolverine? Is this going to be the Fox version of Wolverine? The one that was maybe as part of the secondary timeline in the fox x-men franchise they did go on in these youtube because there's actually two youtube videos from ryan reynolds they did go on to say that this version of logan he died in the logan movie this version of wolverine and logan he died in the year 2029 in the fox x-men franchise or at least that portion of it let's say that uh, the movie of logan exists in But that does leave it open that that same Wolverine could still appear earlier in his own timeline. And it could be that part of this new multiversal story where we'll see Deadpool and Wolverine somehow, some way, come into the MCU and then Deadpool is just left behind as Wolverine goes home. We have seen some teasers in She-Hulk that there was a man in a bar with metal claws and things like that. I'm not sure whether that is this Wolverine or whether that is Marvel setting up a new Wolverine that could potentially come in in a future X-Men series inside the MCU. I have lots of questions. I think that if they want to utilise this character, they do have to recast Wolverine for the MCU. However, because they have this Fox franchise, they, they have the ability to be able to pull those characters, those actors, in as alternates or variants of these characters from other universes or in somewhere else in the multiverse let's say so i'm looking forward to seeing this i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it and i'm just super excited about this i love the deadpool films it was like one of those underdog movies that everyone really enjoyed it was made on a budget and it was made with a passion for the project from ryan reynolds so yeah really really happy about this The reveal did come with the release date for the next movie, which is going to be September 6th, 2024. So I'm sure we'll be seeing lots more news about this before that time. So I'll be making sure to keep you up to date with that. Moving away from the Marvel news now into a little bit of Star Wars news. James Earl Jones announced this last week that he's officially stepping back from voicing the role of Darth Vader. 
Along with this announcement, apparently he's also signed the rights for his voice to be reproduced using archival footage and voice recordings for future appearances of Darth Vader, like actually how his voice was reproduced in the recent Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which until this time, I've not actually seen the Kenobi documentary yet, but I didn't realise that his voice was reproduced for the Darth Vader role in that series. And it was it was done very, very well. Apparently everyone involved the... It, it, sorry, everyone involved in the project, including... James Earl Jones was very, very happy with how this was done. Of course, this is not a blanket permission for anyone to use James's voice, and it can't be re reproduced anywhere. This is specifically for voicing the role of Darth Vader in future Star Wars projects. I really like the idea of this, not only for keeping the same voice throughout future appearances of the character. I mean, they could have brought in a similar voice and things like that, but it just wouldn't be the same, but also honouring James Earl Jones's contribution to the role over the years. I'm looking forward to seeing if, and of course, when we will see future appearances of Darth Vader. Maybe we'll see him pop up in the Andor series at some point, or in other Marvel projects, Marvel projects? Other Star Wars projects going forward. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to finding out more about this, and also if they've got any plans for Darth Vader to appear elsewhere. Finally this week, I wanted to cover a project about a character which is near and dear to many Disney Parks fans' hearts. It's actually been reported that the lovable purple dragon and the de facto mascot of Epcot, Figment, will be getting his own movie. We don't know much about the movie yet, including if Dreamfinder will also be making appearance in the movie as well, or if it will have that sort of steampunk theme that the recent comics have had as well. But Deadline have reported that the movie will be created by Seth Rogen's Grey Point with Dan Hernandez and Benji Samit. I think that's how you say his surname. They actually wrote the Pokemon Detective Pikachu film from what I've read. Apparently they will be writing the new Figment movie. So I'm looking forward to finding out more about this, including a release date, hopefully, because we've not got any further information about this yet. And I love the character of Figment. I love how he's represented in the Disney parks and how he's got this kind of like really just lovable sort of presence in it, how he's represented in these different attractions and of course I love all of the different merchandise that there's available and yeah really really love this character and I'm looking forward to finding out more about this project so I just hope they do it justice because there's there's the risk of course that they could represent this character in the wrong way and ruin it for for many many fans of this character and of the Disney parks. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that they're going to do a really, really good job with this. And I would suggest that they could maybe do it very similar to what they did with the uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, where it's kind of like a mixed, well, I suppose it's similar to what they did with Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers, where it's a mix of CGI and live action. I think that would work really, really well, but I'm looking forward to finding out more about it. I'm sure it'll be a comedy, let's say. So uh, I'll definitely be keeping my eye out for more information about this. I'll be sharing it as soon as I see any. And that's about it for this week's news. What are you most excited about? Let me know, of course, over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club. Or, of course, over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord, where you'll find me hanging around, mo hanging around most of the time. You can find that at srsounds.com forward slash discord. Or, of course, over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. Now, though, it's time for a brief break, and then I'll be back with what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week. 
Hi, it's Jeff Davis here on Sorcerer Radio. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time for DW60. We'll start things off with Press Row as we talk about some of the top news stories from the Walt Disney World Resort. And, of course, there's always rumors floating around, and I'll cover them during the Rumors of the Week. And I'll be reading your emails during email time. As always, I'll be playing some of your favorite Disney music from around the Walt Disney World Resort. If you missed the show, catch the replay that evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can always catch up on the news of the week during DW60's Press Row Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. It's DW60 with me, Jeff Davis, here on Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. So what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week? Well, of course, since I last recorded a couple of weeks back, we've actually had quite a few things that have been released. We've had two new episodes of She-Hulk, and as I said a few weeks ago, I think that this series has really taken a turn. After, like, episode four or so, where we started on a high, then kind of dipped down, we're starting to work our way back up again now, and we're seeing this character of She-Hulk and Jennifer Walters really being fleshed out a lot more, I think. But also they're really leaning into that comedy whilst also exploring where the villains are in the series as well. Because I think that that was kind of left up in the air, really. It could have been that the Abomination was the big villain of the series, but they're really trying to see his character as a, a reformed character and that he's he's working to help some other characters in the MCU kind of reform themselves as well. So I won't go into it too much because that covers basically a lot of episode seven, but no, I'm really, really enjoying this. And I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with the rest of this series because it's whilst it's on the up again, let's say in terms of momentum, there's still a long way to go to be able to see who the big villain of the series is and where it's going to lead us into the MCU going forwards, let's say. Also, whilst I've not record, been recording, we've also had four episodes of Andor. Of course, it did start like last week where we had three new episodes and we've had a fourth episode. And I feel that the first three episodes were definitely like chapter one. This is this is how we're starting this series. And I'm glad that they released them as first the first three episodes as one, really, because it worked really well as that first chapter. And there was definitely an ending and start to chapter two with this character. And I feel that that could be the format that we'll see going forward. They've definitely said that in the second season that will be clearly defined into these small chapters that will define a a year of Andor's life, let's say. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where this series goes, but I think that they've got a a really good uh, base of characters there. And I loved in... This isn't really spoiling anything because she was in the trailers, but I love that we got to see a lot of Mon Mothma in episode four, and I think I'm going to really, really like her character for some reason. She's, she's got that really sort of edginess to her and things like that, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with her character, but also with the Andor character, we get to explore a lot of his background in this series, and we've had some flashbacks already, but I've got a feeling that we could be seeing more in the not-too-distant future as well. 
We also got the first episode in season two of Mighty Ducks Game Changers this last week as well. And again, I really, really enjoyed this. I'm hoping that they're able to do what they did with season one, where they're able to really explore these characters a lot. But they're going to be exploring it in a very different setting. In the first season, they were very much the underdogs and they were working to kind of prove themselves, really. However, I feel like they were almost resetting this story. So going into this really hard like really high skill summer camp for like ice hockey and they're almost starting at zero again and they've got to then prove themselves against some of the best youth hockey players in like the area let's say so it's going to be interesting to see where the development of these characters will go throughout the season but i'm hoping that we get a lot of character driven story around them as well and also we get introduced to some new characters as well also, this last Friday, in fact, so only a couple of days ago, we actually saw the release of Hocus Pocus 2, and I know that a lot of people have been really, really excited about this movie, and we were as well. I mean, we only really watched Hoc the first Hocus Pocus film for the first time last year. I've maybe seen little bits of it over the years, but like I say, I included it in the Weekly Movie Club last year, and... We ended up watching it again this morning, actually. We wanted to go into this second film, having watched the first film again, really understanding that story. And yeah, we watched the first one first thing this morning. We had some breakfast whilst we were watching it. And then whilst we were having our lunch today, we decided to watch the second one, which is actually part of the reason why I'm recording it a little bit later than usual. But we really, really enjoyed it. I would say that it works really well as a standalone film on its own. I don't think you really have to have understood the hocus pocus characters and the sanderson sisters before watching this film you could watch it on its own and like, you don't really have to understand the story but it works really well and really honors the original movie without being kind of like over dramatic with like, callbacks to it let's say so I, I really really enjoyed it highly recommend to anyone like we've got two young kids and they absolutely loved it so yeah really really recommend that it was just a really nice story and it leaves the door open let's say for a potential third film without specifically saying we are going to do one so much like the original one did actually it left you with that kind of anticipation of they could do something but they've also wrapped up the story in a very good way. So I'll leave it at that. I really highly recommend that you go and check it out yourself. But what have we got to look forward to this next week? Well, starting on Monday in the US, you'll be getting the third episode from season 31 of Dancing with the Stars. That will actually air at 8 p.m. Eastern or, of course, 5 p.m. Pacific. Whilst in the UK on Monday, we'll be getting a new episode of Best in Dough, where pizza competitors showcase their pizza slinging skills in a battle for ten thousand dollars also in the uk on monday we'll be getting the walking dead season 11 episode 17 which will continue the race against the clock for survival for the group moving on to wednesday though we'll be getting the fifth episode of andor which i cannot wait to see i'm really looking forward to seeing where the series will take us we'll also of course be getting the second episode in season two of mighty duke's game changers which like i say we've just watched the first one this past week but of course after winning back the name of the mighty ducks for the team last year our squad with a heart and their coach alex morrow take to the road to attend an intense summer hockey institute in california run by a charming yet hardcore former nhl player colin cole it's a place for the kids to train with a professional player without school to get in the way. However, the Ducks will have to survive this super competitive environment where they're faced with the question, can you win summer? 
like I say, I really enjoyed the first episode. And I'm looking forward to seeing where this series will take us in season two. In the US on Wednesday, you'll also be getting The Simpsons season 33, Shipwreck Hunters Australia, World of Flavor with Big Co Carson season one, Zombies Addison's Monster Mystery Shorts season one, which I think actually looked like an animated series, although I say I've not really seen much about that. You'll also be getting four new episodes of Spidey and His Amazing Friends Season 2, and also another new episode of Puppy Dog Pals Season 5. And also, from what I've seen, you'll be getting Seasons 1 and 2 of the original Zorro TV series as well. Of course, there's been a lot of talk recently about a new Zorro TV series, so I'm looking forward to finding out more about that than these older ones. I'm not really into a lot of older, older TV series, although... Some of the ones from like the 80s, you know, like Knight Rider and MacGyver and things like that. Really, really enjoyed those. But maybe a little bit further from that, not as much. It doesn't really interest me for some reason. Maybe it's just too old for me. Although I do feel a little bit old nowadays, especially when the hot cold weather hits, my knees start to ache. Anyway, I'm going completely off topic. Also in the UK on Wednesday, we'll be getting Grey's Anatomy Season 18, 911 Lone Star Season 3, Episode 14, American Horror Stories Season 2, Episode 6. A new episode of NCS Hawaii. The Old Man Episode 3, after, of course, getting Episodes 1 and 2 this past week. And this is actually one that I really want to check out. My dad says he started watching it. He really, really enjoyed it. And also, I've just finished watching, although it's not Disney, I finished watching uh, Star Trek Strange New World, so I do need to add something into my schedule to replace that. So... Uh, this might be one that I'll enter into that schedule as well. And also it looks like we'll be getting a couple of new episodes of some international drama series here in the UK, including Women in Taipei and also May It Please the Court. Moving on to Thursday, we'll all be getting the eighth episode of She-Hulk, whilst in the UK we'll be getting The Kardashians Season 2, Episode 3. Moving on to Friday though now, we'll be getting another new addition to Disney's Hello Stream spooky season in the form of Marvel's Werewolf by Night. Where in a dark and somber night, a secret cabal of monster hunters emerge from the shadows and gather at the foreboding Bloodstone Temple following the death of their leader. In a strange memorial to the leader's life, the attendees are thrust into a mysterious and deadly competition for a powerful relic, a hunt that will ultimately bring them face to face with a dangerous monster. The special is inspired by the horror films of the 1930s and 40s and aims to evoke a sense of dread with people who will be watching it, with plenty of suspense and scares along the way as well, as we explore a, a new corner, let's say, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It'll be interesting to see this one. I'm not usually into the horror sort of genre, let's say, but I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with Werewolf by Night and also how it links into the wider MCU as a whole, and also if it has any impact on the future of the MCU as well. So looking forward to finding out more about this one. In the US, you'll also be getting the short music video Calling All Monsters from Ant Farm, as well as Drumline, which follows a cocky, naturally gifted snare drummer from Harlem who helps his Atlanta College marching band defeat a longtime rival in the Southern Battle of the Bands. And also in the US, you'll be getting the Peanuts movie, which I think is from... 2015, if I remember lightly, where life always seems complicated for good old Charlie Brown, the boy who always tries his best against seemingly impossible odds. When a little red-haired girl moves into his neighbourhood, Charlie Brown develops a crush on her. Meanwhile, his best friend Snoopy embarks on an epic adventure in a fantasy world. 
As a World War One flying ace, the lovable Beagle pursues his nemesis, the Red Baron, whilst also trying to win the heart of a beautiful poodle named Fifi. I'm actually really surprised to see that Disney had the license to be able to stream this because I thought that Apple had access to all of the older and also the newer specials as well. So yeah, I'm wondering where the licensing falls with this. However, it is listed in Apple TV and it links straight to Disney Plus. So it must already be available in the UK as well. So anyway, not sure where the licensing falls with this, but also like I say, if you do want to check out any of the other Charlie Brown specials, definitely check out apple tv plus for those i think some of them they've made available free especially because a lot of people consider them as like classics in certain like holiday seasons as well so yeah make sure to check those out in the uk we'll also be getting x honorated i have to say it that way because it's x forward slash honorated which tells the story of muhammad abdul aziz is that how you say that a man who was wrongly convicted of malcolm x's assassination it will feature the very first TV interview with Aziz since his exoneration. The special retraces Malcolm X's shocking 1965 assassination, as well as Aziz's decades behind bars and on parole, and the devastating impact on Aziz's family. And that's about it for this next week. What are you most looking forward to? Let me know, of course, over on social media, as always, at at or forward slash the D plus club plus being the word plus, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. I'm going to take another short break now, and then I'll be back with the Weekly Movie Club. What are some of the most popular songs played on Sorcerer Radio? We'll find out every Monday morning on the SRN Top 10 at 8 a.m. Eastern. Vote for your favorite Disney song on the Sorcerer Radio app by pressing the vote button on the bottom part of the screen. That's the SRN Top 10 on Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. Well, now it's time for the Weekly Movie Club. And as I mentioned earlier, this past week, or should I say two weeks movie, has been Tangled. So if you've never seen Tangled before, this is your spoiler warning. If you don't want to be spoiled, pause the show, go and watch the film, and then come back and join us for the rest of the podcast. Now with the spoiler warning out of the way, let's get right into it. A long time ago, a drop of magical sunlight falls from the sky and sprouts a flower with healing powers. Upon discovering it, an old beggar woman named Mother Gothel hides the flower and uses it to stay young for centuries. This is until royal soldiers from a nearby kingdom of Corona find and uproot it to save their pregnant and ill queen. A few days later, the queen actually gives birth to a baby princess with long golden hair whom is named Rapunzel. While the king and queen are sleeping one evening, Gothel discovers that the hair on Rapunzel has the same powers as the flower, but it turns brown and becomes powerless when it's cut. She kidnaps the girl and raises her in a hidden tower in the woods, using her hair to stay young. Each year on Rapunzel's birthday, the king and queen release thousands of sky lanterns in the hopes that she will see them and return home. 
Rapunzel becomes obsessed with the distant lights, and on the eve of her 18th birthday, asks Gothel for the permission to see them closer. Gothel refuses, claiming that the outside world is too dangerous, and Rapunzel is too weak and young to survive in it. Later, a handsome thief named Flynn Rider steals Rapunzel's intended crown from the palace, and abandons his partners, the Stavington brothers, whilst taking refuge in a tower to elude both them and the kingdom's guards who are pursuing him. However, Rapunzel knocks him out and hides him in a closet. She considers showing him to Gothel as proof she is capable of taking care of herself. However, Gothel still refuses to let her broach the subject. So, Rapunzel sends Gothel on a three-day journey to get some new paints. Rapunzel hides the crown, not realising that it is her own, and tells Flynn he can only get it back by taking her to see the lights. Along the way, they stop at the Snuggly Duckling pub, where menacing thugs try to capture the wanted Flynn. However, Rapunzel soon charms them into revealing their softer sides, and when the royal guards arrive, the thugs then help her and Flynn to escape. Meanwhile, Gothel becomes suspicious and returns to find the empty tower. She finds the crown and sets out to find Rapunzel. She also allies herself with the Stabbington brothers along the way. After escaping from the guards, Flynn and Rapunzel become trapped in a fast flooding cave, thinking that they will die. Flynn resignedly reveals his true name, Eugene Fitzherbert, and Rapunzel reveals her hair's magic power to him as well. Her glowing hair shows a previously hidden exit, and they escape and take refuge in the woods. That night, Gothel catches up with Rapunzel whilst Eugene is away, and gives her the crown, and tells her to use it to test Eugene's loyalty. The next morning, a palace horse named Maximus tracks down Eugene and attempts to arrest him. Rapunzel demands a truce in honour of her birthday, and Maximus reluctantly agrees, joining them as they go to the kingdom and take part in a festival to honour the lost princess. They spend the day celebrating with the townsfolk, and sail into the lake in the evening to watch the solemn release of the lanterns firsthand. Having fulfilled her dream, Rapunzel gives Eugene back the crown. The two confess their love and are about to kiss when Eugene sees the Stabbington brothers on the shore. He walks off to apologise and offers them the crown, but they tie him to a ship so the royal guards will arrest him, and Rapunzel will think that he's abandoned her. They then try to capture Rapunzel, but Gothel stages a rescue and takes Rapunzel home. Eugene manages to escape with the help of Maximus and also the pub's thugs. Meanwhile, Rapunzel realises that she has subconsciously been incorporating the kingdom's standard into her, her artwork all of her life, finally understanding that she is the lost princess, and she confronts Mother Gothel. Eugene arrives at the tower, climbing up Rapunzel's hair, but then discovers her bound and gagged, Gothel fatally stabs him and tries to drag Rapunzel to a new hiding place. Rapunzel offers to stop struggling and go willingly with Gothel, if only Gothel will allow her to heal Eugene. Realising that this means Rapunzel will grow old and die in Gothel's clutches, Eugene cuts off Rapunzel's hair before she can heal him. Gothel begins to age rapidly and turns into dust as she falls out of the tower. Rapunzel mourns the death of Eugene and one of her tears, still having Son of the Sun's power, saves his life. Eugene reunites Rapunzel with her real parents, and is fully pardoned for his crimes, and he and Rapunzel are married as the kingdom celebrates before them. 
Tangled was released on November 24th, 2010, with a budget of an estimated $260 million. It went on to make $592.4 million at the global box office. It was Disney's first CGI fairy tale adaptation, and is expected to also be one of the most expensive animation movies to date from Disney. For contrast, of course, both Disney's Frozen and Frozen 2 cost Disney roughly around $150 million each to be able to make. Originally, the film was titled Rapunzel Unbraided. However, this was later changed to just Rapunzel. However, prior to the release, Disney changed the title of the movie to Tangled in order to hopefully appeal to a broad audience as not to typecast the movie as a typical princess movie. As such, much of the promotional material for the movie also featured the prominent male character in the movie of Flynn Rider. However, the change in title was also criticised by many for not being true to the source material and also for discriminating against the lead female character of Rapunzel. In 2001, Disney's supervising animator Glenn Keane pitched the idea of a movie based on Rapunzel to the then Disney CEO Michael Eisner, who approved the project on the basis that it be made using computer animation. Keane, however, felt that the computer animation of the time was not quite as organic as traditional animation. In 2003, Disney officially announced the movie would be called Rapunzel Untangled. According to Ed Catmull, the then president of Walt Disney Animation, Eisner himself had proposed using modern-day San Francisco as the initial setting of the film, with the story initially centred on two teenagers, Claire and Vince, who lived in San Francisco and are then transported into a fairy tale world, where they inhabit the bodies of Rapunzel and her prince, Beau. Rapunzel and Beau themselves are then turned into a squirrel and a dog. In reflection, Keane said that the original plot was fun, wonderful, and a witty version, and we had a couple of great writers. But in his heart, he believed there was something much more sincere and genuine to get out of this story. So they then set it aside and went back to the roots of the original fairy tale. In November of 2005, Rapunzel Unbraided, as it was still known at the time, was pushed to a summer 2009 release in order to give Keane more time to work on the story. And then in January of 2006, the film was shut down about a week before Catmull and John Lasseter were placed in charge of the studio. One of their first decisions was to restart the project and ask Keane to keep the going with the film. In October of 2008, it was reported that Keane and Wellness, who was also working on the project at the time, had stepped down as directors due to other commitments. These were then replaced by the team of Brian Howard and also Nathan Greeno. However, Keane stayed on as an executive producer and animation supervisor. After the film's release, Keane revealed that he had actually stepped back from the role of director because of a heart attack that he had in 2008. Casting was announced in September of 2009, and as with most animated films, all voice actors had to record their dialogue separately from one another to avoid bleeding into each other's tracks. Mandy Moore, who voiced Rapunzel, recalled that during recording, she had never actually met Donna Murphy, who voiced Mother Gothel, and had only met Zachary Levy, who voiced Flynn, once when they recorded I See the Light. Moore said that she thought that it was a good exercise in employing her imagination. Due to scheduling conflicts with other projects, Moore had to travel to different places such as London or New York, and Zachary Levy could only record on weekends for four or five hours once every six weeks. 
As such, they did not necessarily record dialogue in the same order as within the final film. Zachary Levy said that when he came in, maybe that sequence or scene had been recorded by Mandy already, and maybe it hadn't, and that they'd end up recording the same scene maybe five times, depending. Let's have a look at some other facts from Tangled now, though. For the scene which Rapunzel enters the marketplace, the animators were inspired by entrances of Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Rapunzel's excitement towards all of the music and people is reminiscent of children who enter those parks. Pinocchio can be found in the Snuggly Duckling right after the Cupid is swinging to the right of the screen. He's at the top right corner of the rafters, and in addition, Pumba from The Lion King is also visible in the same scene, and also Lewis from Princess and the Frog can also be found there. Over 45,000 lanterns are used during the I See the Light sequence, and in the Kingdom Dance scene, there are over 3,000 people present, the largest crowd scene out of any other Disney animated film. When Zachary Levy auditioned for the part of Flynn Rider, he actually auditioned with an English accent. However, this was later dropped, and Levy read the role in his own American accent instead. When Rapunzel heals Flynn's hand, she says, Don't freak out. This is actually a line that's often used in Zachary Levy's TV series Chuck, which he was actually filming whilst production was taking place on Tangled. Kirsten Bell and Adina Menzel both auditioned for the role of Rapunzel, and three years later they both starred together in Frozen as Anna and Elsa. And finally, as I pointed out when we covered Frozen, Flynn and Rapunzel are both seen at Elsa's coronation in Frozen. And that's about it for this week's movie. What did you think? I really enjoy Tangled. My daughter absolutely loves Tangled, in fact. In fact, it's one of the ones that she watches regularly. She loves Rapunzel. She's got Rapunzel dolls everywhere, both stuffed ones and like classic like Barbie-type dolls as well. But she, yeah, she absolutely loves it. I wouldn't say that Rapunzel is my favourite princess, but I would say that it's one of my favourite movies, let's say. I do like the more modern computer-animated movies as opposed to things like the classic cinderella let's say or snow white and things like that so i would definitely say it's up there but as i've said on many occasions i would say that my favorite disney princess out of all of them would probably be merida from actually pixar's brave so uh, yeah really really enjoyed this film one thing that i would say though is I, w I do feel that rapunzel and tangle the movie or however you want to be able to word it deserve a better presence in the disney parks i mean for example in walt disney world she gets a bathroom area, that's it. So yeah, I, th I think she definitely deserves a better presence and even a ride there. I think that this film could definitely have like a boat ride, for example. I think that that would work really, really well. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what comes of that in the future, potentially. I'd, I have no idea. But yeah, I do think that she's definitely underutilized in the parks, let's say. Although my daughter did get to be able to see her as a character in the princess meeting greets when we went this last time, and she absolutely loved it. So yeah, I think that that was an absolutely brilliant experience and I'm, I'm glad that we, we got the chance to be able to do that with her of course as always i asked over on the social radio discord the fun zone facebook group and also over on my social media for people to be able to share their comments so let's see what you had to say this week Rookwolf said this is one of my favorites and he also pointed out that the tangled sing-along was also recently released on disney plus Clan Guardian also said, this is a good movie. Over in the Sorcerer Radio Facebook Fun Zone, Maggie said, I've been really looking forward to you covering this one. I know that for Maggie, this is one of her all-time favourite Disney films and her favourite Disney princess as well. And also finally, over on Instagram, Tim said, I really enjoyed watching this film. I'm not usually a fan of princess movies, but I think that this one was done really well. 
And that's about it for the comments this week. Thank you, everyone who leaves comments on the Weekly Movie Club movies. It's really enjoyable to be able to read these and also read them out to people as well because it's nice to be able to share all of these comments. I do apologise, like I say, that this movie had to run over two weeks. However, as I said earlier, family is more important and I wanted to make sure that my daughter was okay. And also we've had more to be able to talk about this week as well, so that's always a positive as well. Now, though, it's time to see what the guys over at Diz His had to say about Tangled. This is this is review review. So for Deep Plus this week, we got to watch Tangled, which I was really excited about because I love an excuse to watch Tangled. One of my favorite princess movies, probably one of my favorite Disney movies. Uh, yeah, watched for sure. Super funny, super witty. Uh, definitely enjoyed Tangled. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It, it definitely um, certain scenes just are very emotionally moving scene why because, because of the mother because you're like mother gothel i listen <laughs> sir <laughs> i'm sorry if sometimes i do know best okay <laughs> i love tangled i you know i wasn't a big disney princess movie fan growing up i didn't love uh ariel didn't love Beauty and beast um but this movie is amazing for sure. Well, there's one, why? Why do you think it's amazing? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Well, there's one big problem I have with this movie. One plot hole, if you will. So why'd they cut her hair that short? She didn't have to do that. You mean? It's when, oh, because it was going to grow out. It can grow out again. I don't know, man. That was very short. When they did not need it, to do that. All they had to do is like, cut the cut tip it? off. Like They just need to like tr- give it a trim. Like when she, what, when you mean when she cut it, when she thought someone was dying in front of her and she was trying to save his life? Yeah, that was dangerously she, close to her head. Yeah. Clearly, you've never had that long of hair or even longer hair. So if you're going to just commit, just fully commit. Just chop I guess it. Just... I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I respect Well, and not only that, that though, where, she, what, what, where were they going to go? Where were, she, like, where were they going to cut it? Like, go to the very end of it? So, hold on. Did you see what Adam posted? Yeah. Yeah, I was going it. along because I forgot how it was. I just remembered that it was really short. So he no, did no. it, not her. Yeah. Yeah. We're all thinking different wrong. He cut yeah. it short. And as a man, he didn't understand the problem he was causing by cutting it so short. Facts. I think he was trying to kill her and he slipped. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerously close to the neck. It looks like it. It does. You're right, he Chris. Just, well, he's chained. He just reached Maybe as he's far a villain. as he could. Maybe he's a villain. Pl- play that gif in reverse. It's very bad. Well, he is a villain. He, he was the bad boy, right? He was. True. He, I mean, if, you're, if your daughter brought him home, would you be okay with that? There's wanted posters everywhere of him. That's I would have been true. disappointed because his. Uh, because of the nose, you know, those pictures everywhere. Yeah, and getting there, just, this isn't the guy. Yes. Have you guys seen the series Four Tangled? No. No. I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting. They they uh the series takes place before and after her hair is no after her hair is cut, but then something happens and she gets her hair back. I don't I don't know. I wasn't well. It grows that. back, right? Hair's gro- I mean, hair grows back. Not her hair. Magic hair, Joe. I don't know. Favorite part of the movie, guys. When she chops her hair off. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, favorite part of favorite the movie. part of the movie. That's a hard question. That's a hard one to answer. Ooh. I love the bar scene. Yes, oh. the snuggly duckling. Yeah, yeah. I've got a dream. Yes. Yeah, it's a good scene, but you know what's what's better is when uh, Mother Gotha almost wins. <laughs> See, this is the reason why they need to open that villains part in the park. Everyone wants the villains to win. You want to hear more from Joe, Alex, Jen, and Chris? Just visit DizHiz.com and listen to DizHiz on all podcast platforms.
Thank you very much, guys. Remember, you can catch them on Fridays on Sorcerer Radio at 1pm and 8pm Eastern, as well as, of course, on all major podcasting platforms, including the Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash dizhiz. Remember, if you want to send me your comments on the Weekly Movie Club each week, you can do so in the Weekly Movie Club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or of course on any of my posts on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, or over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. Next week for the Weekly Movie Club, we'll be watching the film Remember the Titans. Until then, though, hopefully you have a good week. Thank you very much for tuning in this week, and hopefully you can tune in again next time. Have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye.